0: who expands your life with another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. Joining me today is Dr. Alan Laika. Alan was diagnosed with ALS some time ago and was given six months to live. Now, that was more than six months ago because here we are several years later uh, having this conversation. I'm sure that's part of your story uh, Dr. Leica is acknowledged as one of the leading cosmetic dermatologists in the world, but what he's really excellent at right now is spreading positivity and principles that allow people to live on purpose. He is the co author of the book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, co authored with Harriet Tinka. Help me welcome to the show, Dr. Alan Leica. Welcome.
1: Dr. Paul, thank you very much. It's great to be here. It's a fantastic day and I love to share with you. So let's get started.
0: You know, uh, just in the brief introduction that I gave, there's a lot of elements in that introduction that suggest that there's a story behind what got you here. Uh,
1: you know and I love to share the story you know I was walking with my dear wife and my youngest daughter in Disneyland the happiest place on earth in 2003 it was february it was hot i mean it was 80 or 90 degrees it was sweltering and my wife turned to me and she said what's wrong with you hun you know, I was taken from, by back. I hadn't said anything wrong. I hadn't did anything wrong. I hadn't even thunk anything wrong. So, But she still said, what's wrong with you, Hud? And, wow. you know, said, dear, I really don't know what you're talking about. She said, listen to your foot. Well, What do you mean, listen to your foot? I said, well, maybe I should listen to my foot. So I did. And my right foot had suddenly and mysteriously developed a right foot drop. My fight, white foot was slopping against the pavement with every step I was taking. You know, Paul, Dr. Paul, your brain is designed for that not to happen. Your brain lifts up your foot automatically with every step you take. So there was something wrong. And she said, did you have a stroke? And I said, dear, you're a doctor. I'm a doctor. That's not how a stroke presents. Well, she said, when we get back, you better get that checked out. Well, you know, when your wife tells you that in that tone of voice, you better listen. And I was a good boy and I listened. So I went to see doctors and I went to see doctors and I went to see doctors and they gave me brain scans. They gave me cat scans. They gave me pet scans. They gave me scan scans. And you know what they showed at the end of the day, Dr. Paul? Nothing. That's right, absolutely nothing. The doctors were befuddled. They were beside yeah. themselves. They, and you know what a doctor does when he's befuddled? He well, does more tests. He does more tests, and he does more tests. I probably had a billion-dollar work done. I was the billion-dollar man back then. And they worked me up with every test known, even some tests they had to invent, I'm sure. And they just kept on doing tests. And I ended up on the doorstep of a world-leading neurologist. Now, a neurologist is the guy that's the brain doctor. He's the guy that has all the answers to all the questions. He knows everything. So I walked in. He said, hi, Dr. Like I said, hi. He said, you better be sitting down when I tell you this. I said, why? I've got a dropped right foot. He said, no, you don't. You have ALS. That's okay. Lou Gehrig's disease. You're going to be dead in six months. Get your affairs in order wow, wow. I said, wow, that's quite a how do you do. So I asked him, is there a way to prove this diagnosis? And he said, of course, an autopsy. Uh. So, you know, I was pretty spicy and feisty and I shot back. I'm not going to die to prove you wrong. (laughs) But but you know, when you go through something like this, Dr. Paul, you're, you go through a grief reaction. And the grief reaction yes. was best described by Dr. Elizabeth Kubler Ross on her book, In Death on Dying. Yes. And when you're dying, you're going through various stages. And the first stage is anger. You become very angry, you can bite the head off nails.
0: Hmm. A
1: second uh, phase is denial. You, oh, there's nothing wrong. I can keep on going. And I denied it, and I kept on working hard, and I knew I could do anything. But in your heart of hearts, you know there's something wrong. You really do. You go through bargaining. Oh, God, please don't let this happen. I'll do anything if you don't let this happen. And then you go through depression. Now, as a psychiatrist, you know how bad depression can be. Depression Mm -hmm. is one of the worst things. It it really hits you hard. It makes you so you can't move. It makes you can't get out of bed. The sky is gray every day. Everything's black. And, And that's the hardest one to get through. But Elizabeth Kubler-Ross said the last phase is acceptance. And if you're dying, you do accept it. But I knew in my heart of hearts, there was something wrong with this diagnosis. Mm-hmm. I knew that it wasn't right. I was a doctor. I knew doctors make mistakes. I'm sure you've made yeah. mistakes sometime in your life, they even though do, you don't do. want to admit it, but, but it does happen. And so you go through this thing and you say, how can I find an answer? Well, I asked my wife, how do I find an answer? And she said, I don't know, dear. But you're smart you can figure it out so i said well thanks for the vote of confidence hmm. well, back in 2003 something new had just been invented it was only a couple of years old it was called the internet you ever heard of that thing
0: that is something i'm mildly familiar with
1: well i, I think uh, gore invented that, that's, I think, what I that yeah. that's what i i hear anyhow but you know he had this thing was invented and it was so primitive you had to use dial on connections. That's yeah. when you'd use your phone to phone up to another computer and right. it would go ringer, reer for 15, 20 minutes. And right. then finally, when you connect, you had to use a language to get on there, like DOS or one of the encrypted languages, because there was no Google, there was no search engines, there was nothing. Right. You had to find each individual site and figure it out. Yep. Well, thank goodness I had friends that were nerds they knew the answer. So they got me on the site. And I found a beautiful man by the name of Dr. David Martz, who lived in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And he had a story very similar to mine, but he got worse much more rapidly than I did. And he was on his deathbed. Doctors from around the world were coming to say goodbye to him. Well, they said, a doctor came up from Texas and looked at David and said, David, I don't think you have Lou Gehrig's disease. I don't think you have ALS. David said, what do I have? The doctor from Texas said, you have chronic Lyme's disease. You've been bitten by a tick. And it's the great mimicker. It mimics ALS. It mimics chronic fatigue syndrome. Really? It mimics everything. Well, what the tick does is bite your body and it leaves stuff in it that causes a chronic neurological illness that causes problems. Well, David said, what do I do? The doctor from Texas said, you don't have to do anything, but I'm going to start you on treatment. And if you get better, you'll get better. You've got nothing to lose. You're dying anyhow. Right. So David started on treatment. And like Lazarus, he arose from the dead. Literally within one week, he was back to normal. Wow. So I knew I had to get in touch with this man. He had some answers that might answer my question. So I phoned every hospital in Colorado Springs. Any doctor can get in touch with any other doctor if they want to. And I found him at the Methodist Hospital in Colorado Springs. And we got in touch and we talked for hours. And he said, you know, Dr. Leica, I've founded a clinic to treat people like you and me. And I've got over 2,000 patients with this weird disease. I said, really? He said, can you come down? I said, when? He said, right now. I said, David, I'd love to, but I can't. This is our Thanksgiving weekend. My wife's having 50 people over. He said, well, aren't there any planes in Canada? (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, I knew I had to get down there. And I told my wife, I apologized. And she said, of course, you must go. If this is going to help you, of course, you must go down. So I got in a plane from Edmonton to Denver. It was great. And then from Denver to Colorado Springs was the flight from hell. (laughs) <laughs> it was, you know, at the end of the day, wind comes off the deserts and it makes eddies. And that plane is like a wild mouse. It's like a Ferris wheel. It's like a roller coaster. It's like the drop of doom times 15. <laughs> it it, climbs, and it, it, and it climbs and it drops and it climbs and it drops. Oh my God. And I crawled off that plane on the end. And there was David on the tarmac to meet me. See, it was 2003. They didn't have the high security precautions. Right they had now. He was a well known doctor. He was picking up a guest, no big deal. So I got off the plane at him, and David took me and we talked for hours. And he said the magic words history is repeating itself. And, you know, he started me on treatment, and I was able to maintain my status as one of the world's best cosmetic doctors for over 30 years until I walked away to serve people more. Because, yeah. you know, when you go through this, Dr. Paul, your life changes. You realize you've been given a second chance and you want to give back and you want to help people. And along the way, I met a lady by the name of Harriet Tinka, who um, was a beautiful lady that was applying for a Women of Distinction Award uh, for the YWCA that I was supporting Their Women of Distinction. And she had been kidnapped, stabbed and left for dead. And, you know, she took me for lunch, a thing she never makes me forget. And then we decided to write this book called The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. It took over four years, but that book in that we share all these golden pearls, these wonderful pearls that everybody can find a great thing about themselves as well. So they can get some of the benefits without all the hardship we've gone through. So this is why I'm here on your show today to help people with their lives, because I know they're going through problems right now. I know people are having hardships right now, and they sometimes can't find the light at the end of the tunnel with all that's happening in 2020.
0: I, I love so many things about that story, Dr. Laika. And there's there's a truth here embedded in what you've already shared with us. And, and you gave us a little heads up to... Uh, the fact that we don't have to go get a terminal diagnosis, think that we're dying, believe that we're dying, to to come to a perspective that allows us to create and live a life that we love. Well, let me
1: go back, and it was actually an ancient Greek by the name of Epitetes in about zero, 0 AD. It was right at the start there. Mm-hmm. And he was a Stoic, and he said these magic words. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. 2,000 years ago, the solution for our problems were already invented. Now, we have to reinvent them right now because so much is happening to us right now that we have to realize it's not what's happening to us. It's what we do with what happens. And I want to emphasize that over and over again because that's really where it's happening in this day and age, Dr. Paul. This is what people have to do. They have to take the bull by the horns and really make it that way because everything's happening, but it's not what happens, it's what you do with what happens.
0: Well, you've got a compelling story that illustrates that, and I think it applies as a general principle to everyone who's listening to our program here today. When we come back from this first break, let's get into what some of those principles are those pearls that you've gained from your experience does
1: that sound good to you dr leica sounds perfect dr paul thank you
0: dr alan leica at live on purpose radio we will be right back drpauljenkins.com And we're back. This is Dr. Alan Laika at Live Off Radio today with me and I'm loving the energy. Dr. Laika, you have been through so much to learn some things that we don't have to go through all of that if we're wise enough to pick up the little pearls that other people leave for us. And you've certainly got a few from your experience.
1: You know, pearls are a very special metaphor. And I'm just going to spend a second on that just for a minute. Do you know what causes a pearl, Paul, Dr. Paul? Well, I think it has something to do with irritation. Yeah, let's put it this way. A pearl, golden pearls actually exist. They exist exist in the Philippines and the southern Indonesia areas of the world, Mm -hmm. but they're extremely rare. They're only made by a particular type of oyster. Mm -hmm. Now, when a grain of salt gets inside of their shell and traumatizes that oyster, that oyster acts in a unique way. It walls it off with this beautiful material called luster. So it makes this beautiful, exquisite golden pearl because it's been traumatized. And because of that, these pearls are extremely rare. A single, solitary, beautiful pearl can cost upwards of $10,000. Now, the pearls that Harriet and I have found are equally rare because they are invaluable for what we have put together and people can find these pearls inside themselves. That's the beautiful thing about this. And originally we came up with 20 golden pearls, but we found it was too much. So we took our best pearls and put it in our first book. And in it, we put these 13 golden pearls together. But as this was going on, this COVID epidemic f- came out and we found that fear was the gripping the nation. It was gripping everybody. And yeah. we knew we had to address that. So I'm going to start with our bonus pearl on fear. You know, mm-hmm. the word fear is a very interesting word. It's actually an eponym, and it stands for false expectations appearing real fear. So when you put those words together, fear is exactly what happens when we, are in we get incapacitated. Now, do you realize that 95% of things that we're fearful of never happen, that they just aren't there? That's it's our material. imaginations that right. are really making us go crazy with that. So when you realize that, that 5% of really what we're afraid of is really what needs to come about, you can get into a command control position. Remember, it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. And that's where you get into the driver's seat. That's where you get into the situation that you can do things. And from that, I'm going to go to a very important thing that I think everybody needs to be, and that's grateful, grateful for what they have. Because, you know, even our poorest in North America has far more than some of the richest in some of the third world countries. So when you think of that, how much we have, how much we really have. I mean, here we're in the middle of a time where people are staying in their houses and not getting out that much and so on. And yet I can communicate to you across the globe, so to speak, in the, by this media, of mass communication, by this podcast. Wow, isn't that a, a phenomenal thing? Secondly right. is, you right. know, most of us have food to eat every day. Well, do you realize that 50% of the world does not have food? Uh, right now because they can't work today to make enough money to buy the food that they need to live. So I'm going to challenge your your listeners to do something for somebody else today to make a difference. I'm going to ask them maybe for their neighbor to get go out and mow their lot or go out and just give them a smile and you haven't smiled at them for years. Or maybe you can phone up somebody you haven't talked to for 30 years and just say, how are you doing? Or maybe you can bake a dozen cookies and give it to somebody. You know, there's a lot of things you can do that really is small that you can do. Every time I go to the grocery store, I buy $10, an extra bag of food to give it to somebody who doesn't have. And, you know, $10 is really a small amount. But that could be the difference between them living or starving that day. So just think of the little things you can do to make this a better place. And I challenge each and every one of your listeners to do that. Secondly, is start a gratitude journal Write through the three things down that you're grateful for. Like at the top of my journal this morning, I read, I'm going to be on Dr. Paul's show. What a great thing. I'm so glad I'm going to be able to communicate and share things. Wow, what a beautiful, wonderful day I'm going to have today.
0: Mm-hmm. Gratitude is such a powerful starting place. Because it changes everything in our mind. When you think about it, it could always be better. It could always be worse. So whatever it is that we have, you know, you mentioned the pandemic. Is that really a challenging thing or is it an opportunity? Well, in, at the root of that, you can't really separate challenges and opportunities. They come as a package deal and when we when we see it that way we can always now alan my my editor tells me to always avoid the word always and never use the word never but i just used it what it is whatever we're dealing with is always right there between better and worse and so when we remember that and we, we practice gratitude for where we are and the rich, abundant life that we
1: have. No matter what's going on, you can find something to be grateful for. So well, you know that the Japanese culture has a symbol that means crisis. And in that crisis, mm-hmm. there is one part meaning change and the other part meaning opportunity. Yeah. So in all this, yes, a crisis is a very difficult time. but there's an opportunity to change and to make it better.
0: Absolutely. So every
1: time we're we're gifted with a situation like this, it behooves us to do something with it. And how we react will depend on whether we become a victim or whether we become a victor. You know, the victim mentality is poor woes me. Oh geez, why did this happen to me? And, and my co-author, Harriet, was like that when she was kidnapped, stabbed, and left for dead. She went through a period when she was going through rehab. And a yeah. little girl at the age of nine was in rehab as well. And she wheeled in her wheelchair. And this poor young lady uh, was paralyzed from the waist down. She had been in a bad car accident. And in that car accident, both of her parents died. But you know, she was cheerful, she was happy, and she realized that she was alive and she could do something with it. So she told Harriet, who was feeling sorry for herself, saying, what do you have to feel sorry for? You can take your words and help people along the way. And that's what we did when making our our little book to help people, to help people along the way and help them get to the point they need to be and we've been so blessed we've had over 65 four out of four star reviews this book has become a bestseller in the pandemic of 2020 wow what an amazing little accomplishment people thought we were crazy launching a book during the pandemic well we said what else are we going to do maybe we can help some people along the way so maybe we can help some people along the way
0: it's an opportunity and i love the way that you framed that for us dr Laika. you've taken some things that have happened to you and with that raw material you've created some things that are not only blessing your own life but elevating the status of others around you and what a great example that is for any of us to take whatever life hands us it could be a pandemic it could be a diagnosis and You happen to survive that diagnosis. Well,
1: let me tell you one little secret that also carries you through this all. And it's a little skill, a little trait called enthusiasm. And I'm going to tell you a little story. It's a very short story, so it's a good one. But, you know, there was a carpenter by the name of Fred. He was 65 and he was tired. He didn't have it anymore. So he went to his boss and he threw the keys on the desk and said, boss, I'm out of here. The boss said, oh, Fred, Fred, don't do this. You've been my best carpenter for over 35 years. You helped me build every house that we built. Can you do just one more job for me before you leave? Fred said, of course, boss. I will definitely, he said. I'll do anything. I've loved this job. It's the only job I've ever had. The Boss said, just build me one more house. Well, Fred begrudgingly did it, but his heart was not into it. He built the house, but he spent two hours a day doing it. Whereas in the old days, he'd worked 18, he'd work 24. For the first time in his life, he did shoddy workmanship. But miracle of miracles, the house had passed an inspection. So he went to his boss and threw the keys on the desk and said, I'm done. I'm gone. The boss said, please, Fred, just stay a few more minutes. Everybody come around. This is Fred's last day. He's done. But. I'm happy for him, but I'm sad for us. I wish all of our workers were just like Fred. And Fred, I've got one parting gift for you. Here, Fred, are the keys to the last house you ever built. Live in it with all the enthusiasm you've given me all the days of your life. Uh, now, you see how better that house would have been if he brought the enthusiasm. He brought it. You yes. see, Paul, Dr. Paul, enthusiasm is not a Monday thing. It's not a Friday thing. It's not something you turn on and turn off. You got to bring it to the table every day because that is what makes it uh, the game so much better. That's what really makes the game special. So, this is a special gift. And in her book, there are 13 stories just like that to carry you to the next level. And then there's a dialogue between Harriet and I, which really tells you a little bit special what's going on. And finally, with all this, there's There's just uh, quotations from 142 people, celebrities, people in authority that tell you each of the pearl in their own way. And, you know, I'd like to give everybody on this call 52 golden pearls, 52 of them, one a week for the next 52 weeks. And all they have to do is text to me some words. And those words are golden pearls. And all they have to do is text them to 1819- 717-2515 717-2515. That's the word golden pearls. 1819-717-2515. Because you'll get a golden pearl every week and it'll arrive on Tuesday and it'll make your week. It'll change your day from what it usually is to something even specialer than it was. And I I think you. everybody needs that right now. I oh. think somebody, everybody needs this wonderful gift.
0: Thank you for that. These pearls, and I was just about to acknowledge that there's no way we could cover all of the pearls that you've gathered through your experiences here. You've captured them in this book, The Secrets to Living
1: a Fantastic
0: Life. Not just an okay life, a fantastic life. If
1: you're going to live a life, Dr. Paul, it better be fantastic. Why not? We start with the word love and go to empowerment as the 13th pearl. And between that, we cover everything else that will really make your your world fantastic and really make it that. And I guarantee your world will become a fantastic because all you have to do is concentrate on one of them and your world will change in such a way that it'll be so much better that you'll just be amazed by it
0: well folks take it from a man who has reasons to know dr alan leica has gathered this for us and thank you for this gift also let me make sure i've got this correct we text golden pearls plural not just one pearl golden pearls to one eight one nine seven one seven two five one five. That's right? where.
1: Yes, and I'm sure it'll be in your show notes and everything else for people to notes. do that. So people will be able to follow that. But again, yeah. please do. Don't wait. Do it now. Because your world needs a lift up. And this is a very little thing I can give back to you and help help along the way. It's a very small wow. thing, but I think it'll make a lot of difference in your life.
0: Well, thank you. This has been Dr. Alan Laika joining me today at Live On Purpose Radio you've heard it you've got a few pearls there are more on the way as you take advantage of this generous offer and now it's time for all of us to go live on purpose